0: Next up, on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
2: Space Dick Ace Galaxy. Traveling the cosmos in a sentient, shape-changing ship with an equally sentient self-destruct program Solving mysteries for me, the editor of the giant book of destiny.
1: Ah! 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 Why are you screaming? I always scream when someone else screams. Why- What would you do if you came into a room and saw yourself there? Hello, Sylvie 18 said exclamation mark (gasps) 4K. How do you know who I am? I thought no one except other Biblions could tell Biblions apart. Put yourself in our shoes! I don't wear shoes. Oh, that is just the point! Looking at all those googly biblion eyes and so many waving tentacles is exhausting! You know. Someone once died of boredom, trying to tell your kind apart? Everyone knows that's a universal myth. So how do you know my name? Every Sylvie 18 said exclamation mark 4k who enters through that door screams when she sees herself. This is the very first time in my life I've entered through that door. What am I doing here? It's your 18th birthday, isn't it? What's that got to do with it? All biblions report into Destiny on their 18th birthdays to start their lifelong unpaid internships in the library. Welcome to your destiny. Yes, I know what I'm doing here, but what am I doing here? You are reading a magazine. I am I reading a magazine. Because you already alphabetized all my files and created a Dewey Decimal System for my Rolodex. How can I be here and. Here at the same time. You're actually here and here. And there are also about 30 more of you in the cafeteria. Can you please explain what's going on? Interrogation music. Interrogation music. This isn't an interrogation computer. No, leave the music. I kind of like it. No, I can't explain what's going on. But every few minutes, another Sylvia 18 mark 4K reports in here for the very first time in her life. Are you hungry? Yes, I am! Yeah, you always are! The cafeteria the traffic department assigned to you is on the 11th floor.
3: straight ahead, Ace.
0: Great work, Phoenix. Let's see if it's 63rd time lucky and we're here at the right time to ruin the perfect moment and fix the timelines for Destiny. Who was that? What is that? Hard left, Phoenix. Hard left!
2: Copy aid. Anything else from Ace Galaxy?
4: No, ma'am. We haven't heard from him since Phoenix had to make a quick exit out of Deneby space.
2: When she shot out of that final wormhole so fast, she almost crashed into Denevy's first manned mission to their third moon.
4: No, when uh, military hotheads decided to test out their new anti-space invaders' weapons on a ship that unexpectedly skidded to a halt in their space.
2: I'm glad Phoenix was prudent enough to stay out of that skirmish.
4: Phoenix was that skirmish.
2: Oh. That was imprudent of her. Doesn't she realize we don't have time for her to play military games right now? Those are only fun until someone loses a... Planet? I was going to say galaxy, but losing a planet isn't a ball of fun either. Where is Ace now? Get that deranged little red bird with the death wish to make contact.
4: Phoenix had to uh, make some repairs after getting shot out of Deneby space. Dee was so disappointed she wasn't destroyed with Phoenix in an epic battle. She went to the cafeteria with Fran to find some comfort bird food.
2: Spaceships don't eat bird food. She's not the ship. She's the self-destruct program. Potatoes, potatoes.
4: Dee can use the food of whatever shape she's in as fuel. She said something about using the shells as shells.
2: Copy aid, stop sounding like fact-checker Fran. Ouch! Bullseye! Ow! 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 Fact checker Fran, remove that basket of seeds from around that bird's
5: neck. Party pooper. I told you no weapons are allowed inside Destiny. That wasn't a weapon. It was my lunch.
2: Fact checker Fran, where is my sandwich?
5: There were no more sandwiches down there, ma'am. The cafeteria is out again.
4: Are the writers recovered from being comatose from seeing the perfect moment written for Danyby? Have they regained their appetites for taking a break?
5: No, it's all the Sylvie's. They're overrunning the cafeteria. Ugh. The timelines
2: throughout Destiny are all mixed up because of that dastardly perfect moment. And all these Sylvie's are pouring in through the cracks in time. And there's nothing for me to stress
5: eat. Give me those seats. My lunch. How many Sylvie's are down there now? too many for target practice to be any fun. It's true. You can't throw a stone. Or shoot a shell. Without hitting one of them. But on the bright side, the chalkboard describing everything the cafeteria no longer has, has never been so organized. Ow, ma'am, no weapons are allowed in the building. It's not a weapon. It's my lunch.
2: Bird of destruction, has your better half finished making her repairs?
5: My boring half, you mean? Instead of calling me back for a glorious fight to the finish, Miss, we have to save Ace, when all shields up. Yes, she's done with the repairs. They're entering Deneby space again now.
3: Destiny is hailing Ace.
0: Destiny is the only one who has access to this frequency, Phoenix.
3: I know, but how often do I get to say that?
0: 76 times and counting. Today.
4: Galaxy, what do you see? Nothing. Nothing? You mean nothing
0: of the planet is moving? You finally found the moment when time stopped on Denby. No, I don't see anything. There's nothing here.
1: What do you mean there's nothing here? Did that ship of yours use the wrong coordinates? You are
3: talking to that ship of his.
2: You tell her, Fi.
3: Do not call me Fee. Fi- D. And no, I did not use the wrong coordinates. I use the same ones we used the other 75 times. Deneby is always right here.
0: Except it's not. There's nothing here. No planets, no stars, no space junk. It's completely empty.
1: I do not know. It sounded kind of like a bang to me. A bang? A big bang? Yes. Felix, get out of there before the expansion
5: hits. I wish I was there to hit the brakes. Imagine being part of the biggest bang of all.
2: Ow. You are right, vile bird. There is some pleasure to be derived from using shells as shells, but they are completely unsatisfying as lunch. Tran, are you sure there's nothing else to eat in that
5: cafeteria? Not even any of the usual bologna. All those Sylvie's are grabbing up Milo's sandwiches faster than he can make them.
4: What I don't understand is, where are all those Sylvie's coming from? A fracture in the timeline shouldn't be creating more of one single being.
2: Copy aid, you are focusing on all the wrong things right now. The main issue is all those extra
4: Sylvie's are... Going to wreak havoc with the timeline.
2: Interfering with my lunch.
5: <gasps> I have an idea.
4: It's probably just gas.
5: When I have a huge problem that I don't know how to deal with, I usually ignore it. Let's hide the problem away for now and hope it goes
4: away. I can't believe... I'm about to agree with Fran, but maybe building a room to house the Sylvies is the best idea until we can figure out where they're coming from and what to do with them.
2: Copy aid, arrange for a room to be built for the Sylvies. Vile bird, monitor what's going on with Phoenix and Ace and let me know if they ever get to their destination on time. Fran, come into my office. I need some target practice.
5: Yes, ma'am. Ow! Wait, what?
3: Entering Deneby space again, Ace.
0: I'm afraid to open my eyes, Phoenix. Is there anything there? Captain Peddleserp? No, it's me, Ace. Were you damaged by the Big Bang? Did it reset you to factory settings? Open your
3: eyes, Ace.
0: <laughs> Who are you? you
3: Ace, this is Captain Petalserp. Captain Petalserp, this is Ace Galaxy. What, what are, are you, you doing, doing on the
0: bridge of <laughs> my ship? Your, Your ship? ship? And why are you knitting? I knit to find answers to questions I'm trying not to think about. Oh, interesting. I usually use books. Captain Petalserp, what is the star date?
6: It is star date
0: 3 Phoenix, did you do a cleanup around Deneby on stardate 202009.3 in your garbage scow days?
3: Consulting my memory banks, Ace.
0: Yes, we did. We have intersected with a previous moment in time. That's why Captain Pedalpurr is here. <laughs> I'm here because this is my ship.
6: Why are you here? We are from your future. My future? Is this beautiful woman my future wife? No, Captain Piddleserp, It is me, Phoenix. Phoenix? How is this possible? You are a ship, not a beautiful woman.
3: I take holographic form to keep Ace company so he does not get lonely.
6: Then why don't you take the shape of a dog or a very intelligent mouse instead of one so lovely with such adoring eyes who
0: smells so alluring. It, it's very distracting. I didn't notice. He never notices. This morning, Phoenix was a bird. Uh, you mean she was in the shape of a bird. No, she was a bird. See? Here's the poop in my shoe to prove it.
3: You remember how you always used to tinker with my rudimentary self-awareness subroutines, Captain Peddleserp, As part of your quest to learn about everything... <sighs> Yes. <laughs> well, because of all of your tinkering and a little toilet mishap I will not go into right now, I have become
6: completely self aware. So, because you originated on Tralala, the planet that burst into existence after a comet crashed through one of God's recycling piles, you have the ability to recycle into anything else? Yes. I can shapeshift like any other being from tra-la-la. Oh, this is wonderful. I never dreamed my little phoenix would eventually sprout actual wings. Does consciousness bring you happiness? I always hoped a degree of self-awareness would help you find joy in all your accomplishments. As a
0: galactic garbage
6: gorger? Oh, it doesn't matter what one does. As long as one does it with an open heart. Uh, For instance, today I found joy in a single sound. In a tango? You used to love listening to tangos while you worked. Ooh, Ace, would you like to dance?
0: No, we don't have time, Phoenix.
6: Oh, no, 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 not a tango. Uh, Turn off the music so you can hear this. Okay, this morning, I was finally able to calibrate the frequency on this tuning fork to resonate the purest tone possible. One that hasn't been heard since the beginning of time. Listen to this.
0: Oh, the Big Bang. We heard that this morning.
6: It has been a busy day. I see. Did you stop by to visit me on your travels back through time?
3: Not exactly.
6: Captain Penalsurp,
0: I'm a space dick.
6: Oh, I don't know what you've done in your life to have such a negative perception of yourself, my boy. But it's important for all of us to focus on the good within ourselves. No matter what uh, dickish things we might have done in the past.
0: No, I'm not a dick. I mean, I'm a dick, but in a good way.
6: In the best way.
0: I'm a space detective, and Phoenix and I are here on official business from Destiny. Official business from Destiny? Uh, I didn't realize Destiny farmed out business. I don't believe they do in general. Destiny is in trouble, and we are here to save existence. Ah, a laudable ambition. Bait. did one of my
6: experiments or inventions have unforeseen consequences throughout existence?
0: No, Captain Peddleser, We didn't come back in time to see you on purpose.
6: But we are
3: really glad we ran into you.
0: Yes, we are. Phoenix has told me all about you. She says that you are a problem-solving genius. <laughs> what is the problem? Well, everything is going to be absolutely perfect on Deneby, on Deneby date 13 one and you are trying to get there to witness perfection for yourself? No, we want
6: to go there and destroy it. Phoenix, is this dick knitting up a storm on the bridge of my ship mad? No,
3: Captain. In all your years of striving for perfection, did you ever achieve
6: it? Oh, I've found many wonderful things, but alas,
0: perfection always eluded me.
6: You are lucky. Denaby
3: caught perfection and then quit striving while they were ahead.
0: As a consequence of the perfect moment, time stopped on Deneby and fractured the timelines throughout the rest of existence.
6: That's a doozy of a problem. But you know the date it happened. You're doing a bang-up job with time travel. What are you waiting for?
0: Do you feel bad about destroying perfection? No, not at all. We have no trouble getting here. But with fractured time, we just can't manage to get here on time.
6: And you say knitting helps you solve problems.
0: Yes, it does.
6: Oh, show me how. Well first you cast the wool. Heel. Huh? We got it! Let us begin!
1: Ah! I
6: have the answer! Top chick! Meister clockmaker!
0: Oi, you the one they call's ma'am?
2: Who are you? No one is allowed into my office unless I summon them.
0: I'm here on behalf of an operation higher than your summonses.
2: You're here from the offices of the higher ups.
0: The highest up office? Collections.
2: Collections? For what? Destiny always pays its dues on time. How's that so?
0: Tell that to the workers who rushed to build a rush room and never got paid for it.
2: What room? We only discussed getting a room built ten minutes ago.
0: Plus the overtime they didn't see a penny of for the emergency second room.
2: Emergency second room? (laughs) Copy aid, get in here. Ma'am, can it wait? I'm in uh, negotiations
4: with a blood-sucking thug in the... Supports department from the robbers and the construction company, Destiny is inexplicably, eternally, exclusively
2: contracted with. Copy aid, stop complaining. I told you before, I'm not privy to the deals Destiny makes behind closed doors. Just get in here.
4: <laughs> what is that blood sucker doing in here?
0: Hey, I don't comment on the disgusting things you bipeds call breakfast.
2: It is here to collect on a room that doesn't exist.
0: Room sir. Look, ma'am, if that's really your name, I got called in to collect on a rush room that exists on this here invoice... Any extra emergency room for which you owe overtime plus hazard pay against whiplash for workers that had to keep turning their heads so fast to avoid dying of boredom from looking at all those bibbly things too
4: long. Ma'am, maybe the rooms it's talking about are built.
2: No, they're not, Copy aid. We would have been alerted by noise complaints from all over the building if they worked.
4: Yes, but with the fractured timelines out there, the rooms must already exist in here from its perspective. I refuse
2: to pay for a room until I can walk into it and yell for someone to bring me a coffee.
0: Two rooms. I don't care if they exist in this building or not. They exist right here on this invoice. Have I mentioned the late fees for delinquent non-payment?
2: I will not pay late fees for non-payment on a room you built before you start building it.
0: Is that how you people justified not paying when you ignored the first invoice? We didn't get a first invoice.
2: In a strongly worded second invoice. You are talking about an invoice for the completion of a room. Two rooms. For which not even a plan has been drawn up.
0: I'm talking about an invoice for two built rooms plus overtime plus hazard pay plus late fees. Unlike Destiny, corporate head office don't make mistakes. Just going to be cash or credit. If you pay by cash, I can give you a deal on the taxes.
2: Taxes?
0: Taxes on what? On this here
2: invoice. What are you staring at?
4: I uh, Believe it's looking at the sign above your desk, ma'am. The one that says, no one is allowed into my office unless I summon them? No, the one that stipulates, there are only two things Destiny writes in ink, death and taxes.
0: So as you know, if this invoice don't get settled, I'm authorized to write that second stipulation
4: in ink.
2: Mr. Bloodsucker, I will be happy to settle this invoice just as soon as the rooms are built. How's that?
0: How's this? We can tear down their rooms as easily as we put them up. Then you'll still want them, and we'll have to build them again, and you'll have to pay double, double overtime on the second set with no deal on the taxes or I could just get my pen out right now and put an end to this whole discussion. It's up to you.
2: Copy aid. pay this bloodsucker for nothing, then get back on the phone and get a quote for something.
0: Will that be cash or credit?
3: Transformation from space shuttle to helicopter
6: complete. Preparing to land on Deneby's surface. Excellent, Phoenix. Please set down in that open field, then transform into a car.
0: You didn't lose the address of Meister Clockmaker tick during all your shape-changing, did you, Phoenix?
3: All Deneby GPS maps are still programmed in my system, Ace. Is there anything else you would like me to program in?
0: Uh, n- n- no.
3: Any car in particular, Captain? Oh, a fancy red
6: one that is fast. Very fast.
4: You know, the Univoice has a lot in common with a
6: well-crafted clock. My thoughts exactly, Meister Clockmaker.
0: Unfortunately, the universal clock has lost the ability to keep dependable time.
4: Yes, but with a little tinkering, we can recalibrate it back to mechanical perfection.
3: I would not call destiny perfection
6: exactly.
0: What do you propose, Meister Talktick?
6: Why, an alarm clock, of course.
0: An alarm clock,
6: of course.
0: An alarm clock?
6: Of course. Meister Talktick uh, will set an alarm clock to ring on Teneby date 13 one On a frequency
0: calibrated by my friend, Captain Pedalsype. And it will act as a beacon to bring us back here on time. Perfect! Phoenix,
6: transform back into a car so we can synchronize the clock with the one in your
0: dashboard. Phoenix, what are you waiting for? I
6: do not want to shapeshift into a car. Why, Phoenix? Are you worried it won't work? Oh, don't worry. Your dashboard will transform into your chronometer once you shapeshift back into a ship. That is not it, Captain Petalsurp. I just found you
3: again. Once that alarm clock rings and we set off to turn it off, I will have to leave my father behind.
6: Oh, Phoenix, my kid... Did I live a wonderful, fulfilling life? I'm sure I did. You did, Captain Pettlesurp. Well, now it is your turn, Noodle Bearkin. Go, save existence. Yes, sir. Remember, my little bird, the cosmos is a great time machine. Next time you're back this way, come visit me
4: again.
0: It's crazy. Denemy isn't even spinning on its axis anymore. It seems to be flash-frozen in time.
3: Would you like me to go in a little closer, Ace?
0: Yes, please, Phoenix. I've never seen anything so beautiful. What do you see? Every flower everywhere I look is in bloom.
5: Every flower is in bloom?
0: every door
5: a welcome mouth
0: not one hair is out of place on any head I see and the smell mm, it smells like every flower opening for the first time followed by a dash of pumpkin spice with a crisp overton of winter finish oh no
2: fat checker friend stop all your babbling
0: phoenix do you see this
3: sorry ace I was looking at a picture of Captain Petalsurp. I miss him.
0: I've never seen anything so absolutely, quintessentially, incomparably right. It's
1: too much. I I can't... Ace? Oh, no! Phoenix, what's the matter? Ace has gone comatose!
0: The program was written and produced by Misa Basada. It was directed by Martin Biot. If you enjoyed listening to Ace Galaxy, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Ace This episode of Fixing the Timeline featured Marlo Alcock as the editor in chief of the Giant Book of Destiny and Sylvie, Martin Biot as Ace Galaxy and Collector, Lisa Kalasma as Phoenix and Reception, Dave Cooey as The Computer, JC Paquette as Captain Petalserp, Stephanie Snyder as D. Nishant Vermani is Copy8 and TalkTick, and Talia Zeloski is Fact Checker Fran. Happy Birthday Music by Will Patton. With story contributions from Nishant Vermani, Andrew Poweroo, Dave Cooey, Stephanie Snyder, and Marlo Alcock. Audio production by Mark Pesolato at Pesmosis Music Productions in beautiful downtown Oak Ridges. An additional sound design by Lisa Kalasma. The show was sponsored by Heria.